What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of For the Record. I am your host, Tyler C., and we are very excited to have you join us again today. As we head into the winter, now is the time to make those off-season improvements, especially in the gym, and we have my good friend Gentry Barton joining us today to help us get those gains. Gentry is the Director of Golf Fitness and Mental Game at the South County Golf Academy at a Royal Chibuco Golf Club in Mission Viejo, California. Gentry and I work together at the Nike Junior Golf Camps at Pebble Beach, and she has so many great tips to help you level up your game in the gym and on the course. We discuss what tour pros like Bryson are doing in the gym to get their own physical and mental edge. With that, she explains how personalization is so key in building the right workout plan to help you maximize your results. In addition, she breaks down the mental side of the game and how improving your attitude can be the main thing to help you get over the hump. We had a lot of fun recording this episode and hope that you're able to learn a lot to help you take your game to the next level. Enjoy. All right, welcome in everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of For the Record. We have our very special guest here, Gentry Barton. Thank you very much for coming on, Gentry. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah, Gentry's background, uh, she uh, is the National Director of Fitness for the Nike Junior Golf Camps. Then she also owns her own fitness academy in South Orange County, South County Fitness Academy. And um, she's going to give us a breakdown of all some good fitness tips for today and uh, how to get you prepped to be like Bryson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Gentry, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of your background and how you got into golf fitness and mental instruction? Yeah. So it's been about seven years now. I can't believe it's been that, that long of a time, but, um, I actually started, I went to college to be a teacher. And so I taught third grade for one year and then I decided there's no way I can do that. So I got out of that really quick <laughs> and I actually was just an administrative assistant for a fitness company in Irvine and they were training golfers. And I thought this is something I can do. I've always had a p passion for fitness um, but then kind of seeing it in this element of golf and having it be this little bit more of a mechanical type fitness thing where it's very structured and it's very personalized to the athlete. I fell in love with it. Um, cause I love the science behind it. I've always loved biology classes and the way the body works. And so to have a sport that was specific to, you know, something that was a little bit more unique, but yet so specific and so scientific in the way that you can break your body down for golf, I just latched right onto it. So started doing all the, the training. I'm TPI certified. I started to go do all the classes and, you know, all the lectures. And I went to all these tr big trainers trying to learn from them and then just got put in front of so many opportunities and then uh, met my business partner where we started our academy, South County Golf Academy. And um, he does the swing side and I do the fitness side and he's actually my husband now. So that's kind of, that worked out on that end as well. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations again on that. That's pretty yeah. new. Yeah. Thank you. So, and it works great. You know, that, that, um, that connection between the two of having an understanding of the body and then, you know, working in with the swing has been really great. So it's, it's been fun to be in this industry for sure. Yeah. And especially getting it at a time where all of this is still pretty new to golf in general within the last 20 years, call it with tiger coming in and people realizing that fitness was so important in the swing. And then now with biomechanics, you know, it's the big new thing. Um, you know, Bryson is kind of the, the leading path of that. It's like, you know, the, 
like you said, the biology of the body, it's so complex. And the golf swing is one of the most complex movements in all sports. You know, you're like, you're twisting, you're turning, you're loading back, and you got to come through and square the face, hit it 300 yards, dead straight. It's like, ah, oh, geez. So yeah, yeah. Being able to have the strength for that is super cool. And um, yeah, so with that, you know, what do you think are some of the most like common physical ailments that you see in young golfers or kind of amateur golfers in their swings that um, you know, differ from the pros? Yeah, I think, you know, the, I work with a lot of kids for sure. And I, I think what's so surprising to me is how many of these kids are no longer athletes. I mean, I, when I grew up as a kid, I was thrown into so many different sports and we played outside all the time, jumping off trees and the trampoline and all those things. And it just doesn't seem like kids do that very much anymore where they've lost some of these fundamental movement pattern. I mean, things, that are so simple, skipping, you know, um, jumping, squatting, like these kids don't know how to do it or even throwing a ball for heaven's sake. I mean, it's, and that's all I did growing up, not saying that I'm a prime athlete or anything, but it just, some of those really simple and fundamental athletic moves have been lost. Um, and so I think that's a huge thing. And, and a lot of times what I do with a, a junior athlete that comes in is I just try to see what have you missed? Because athletically and fundamentally with your body, if you've missed some of these patterns, we can't build and break down the body. Like you're saying with all the things that the golf swing does in your body, we can't do it unless you have these fundamental movement patterns, movement patterns first. Um, so that's a huge one. And then, you know, obviously the, into the professional world with some of these big guys, they're, you know, they're working with professionals that are really digging apart what their specific limitations are. It might be just internal rotation of the shoulder. I mean, it's so minute and things that they're really directly working on, but I do believe, um, a lot of those big guys have, have athleticism in them. You know, Jordan Spieth, he, he actually, there's articles about him that he's, he's a huge believer in playing other sports. He grew up playing baseball and basketball and all that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of those guys have that background, but these new generations of golfers, I just, I really feel like athleticism is a very lost point with them for sure. For sure. Yeah. And also that point bringing up of like playing other sports really helps also like injury prevention, because if you're just only swinging a golf club from five years old, nonstop every day for, you know, 20 years, you know, that, that is very hard on the body. And if you're not preparing it in those other ways with those other movements, like injury prevention is right there. And I feel like I see that a lot, at least with like college golfers that have been golfing for so long, just injury after injury where, I mean, at least for me, like I grew up playing other sports and I rarely had injuries. So just right. having those different types of movements, super important. Right. Well, and then, you know, too, on top of it, the, the dominance in the body, you know, you're swinging your, if you're a right-handed golfer and you're just swinging the same way all that time, there's even, you know, students that I've had that are no joke, kind of crooked in their posture because they've developed so much on one side that we have to straighten them back out and then we can work on those other things to make them stronger. But yeah, absolutely. That, that injury prevention is huge. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like, do you feel like when you're trying to correct that, that is that something that, you know, takes a while in terms of, can you change the body like that? Or does it also take, you know, the physical side where you have to put in months of physical training first to kind of recorrect. So that way you don't injure it even more, you know, if you're just trying to make a quick switch. Correct. Yeah. There's, there's definitely no quick switch with it at all. I think it does take time and, and doing it, I'll, I'll put it this way, doing it properly takes time. You know, it's kind of 
breaking down that old habit, right? Breaking down that old movement pattern and rebuilding another one. And, and if you really take the proper time to do that, then yes, you can change. You can fundamentally and foundationally change whatever you want in your body, but it does take time to do it properly for sure. Yeah. 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 If there's one sport we know that takes time, it's golf. Yeah, oh cause... gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. Well, anyway, kind of working into that gym side, you know, what are some things you see great golfers doing in the gym specifically nowadays that other golfers may be missing out on? I think a huge thing is there's a, you know, there's golf, right? And golf is very unique in the in the sense that you're using every single muscle group and people tend to make that very mechanical in a way, which I love because I love the science side of it. However, in doing that, you somewhat miss this fitness principle, which the principle of fitness is if you want your body to change and you want to see results in your body or get towards a goal, you have to push your body to new levels. And I think a lot of times the biggest mistake golfers make is they get really structured in a routine or they see something in a magazine and they say, Oh, I like that move. I'm going to do that move. When really that might not be anything that your body needs right? But they get so set on that routine and so set in that movement that they're missing the point of, I have to challenge myself. I have to try new things. I have to elevate what I'm doing in the gym in order to, to achieve the results that I want. And a lot of people don't. I think I see a lot of people just get so comfortable in that set system that they're in or what they saw on YouTube or whatever. And they miss that fitness principle of every few weeks, you should be amping up. You should be re-challenging kind of making your body freak out a little bit of, Whoa, what are you doing to me? You know? And that's where your body starts to change and, and progress in that, in that way. So I think that's a huge one for golfers. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I know that, and even in like our college training program, that happened a lot where we were, you felt kind of like you were doing the same thing, but then we were able to transition forward and forward. But yeah, I mean, you got to break stuff down to build it back up, you know? So and it's, I think that's funny because like, you know, most like I think they say 60% of the average, you know, fitness uh, routines that just normal people do is like sagittal, which, you know, is like forward and back and up and down versus like, you know, the golf swing really is also frontal and, uh, you know, transitional or whatever the, the turning is, you know, so it's like, you really got to make sure to like combine all three of those. And um, like a one thing I love is like, you know, Russian twists or like side lunges, I think are like two big ones where you can get that you're getting that turn and also the, the side the frontal. So yeah, right. that's really cool. Yeah. So is there, you have any like favorite, if you had like one go-to exercise or stretch, I stretch stretching, especially for golfers, but one that you just love to just hammer in. Yeah. So yeah. And I, this question is hard for me too, because I, I get this question all the time. I'm like, okay, what's the one move that's going to give me more power? What's the one move that's going to fix my hip limitations or, you know, mm -hmm. and there's not necessarily one specific move that's going to do that for you. I, I completely believe in this personalized approach, you know, where I, I assess you and I see exactly what you need for your body. Um, and, and there's moves that I would give to certain people that I wouldn't give to others based on whatever their body is doing or whatever those limitations might be. So I, that is, I need to put that as kind of a preface to this, but my, my favorite moves and what I enjoy doing is kind of like what you're saying, making sure that we're getting all those planes of motion I love the explosive moves, moves that you're, you know, you're jumping and you're, or you're throwing and you're kind of transitioning your weight in the same way that you would the golf swing, but you're doing it with a medicine ball, you know, or you're, you're doing something that is completely um, challenging yourself in a way that you might not have 
done in a different sport. I, I love that idea. Um, I'm a huge believer in, in ground up power. I love Olympic lifts for golf. I think cleans is a huge one because it's that ground up, you know, power and everything's explosive and everything's connected. Your core is holding you together. I think that's what the golf swing is. So I love moves like that. I love, um, speed sticks. I'm a huge believer in speed sticks incorporated with a fitness program. So your body is learning how to adjust to a new speed. Um, I think the science behind that is incredible. So those are my favorite moves as far as, you know, what I enjoy doing myself, as far as stretching. Um, it's hard to pick. I love, I love mobility. I love recovery. There's the perfect stretch is a really good one. The best. It's the perfect stretch. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I love that one. Cause it kind of incorporate, like you're talking about again, those planes of motion and, and getting the body kind of set. And I, so I love that move for sure. Those are my favorites. I think. Yeah, the perfect stretch like redefined like stretching and mobility for me because like I was always kind of flexible more than I like originally anticipated. And then that one just opened everything up. And I was like, this is like, I need to be doing this all day, every day. Yeah. And sometimes you do a stretch like that and you realize how tight you really are. You're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea, <laughs> you know, and that that's good. I, I love stretches that kind of push me in that way for sure too. Yeah. And it's funny because like even the kids at the Nike camps, you know, kids naturally are pretty flexible. And, you know, they would do these other stretches. They're like, look how flexible I am. I'm like, all right, let's do the perfect stretch. And they could barely do it. And they're like, what yeah. is this? This is awful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing how kids can't even touch their toes anymore. I mean, things like it's simple that you would think wouldn't be a, a big deal. But yeah, it's, it's funny to push them in that way. <laughs> yeah, man, stretching. So good. But also, you know, Jim and, you know, we look at guys now like Bryson who, he's so bulked up and he's so on the stretch, the, the, the gym route. It, it's hard to think that he's flexible, like no offense to Bryson, but you get that bulked up. The flexibility has got to go away a bit. You know, what do you think about his approach to the game? And is that realistic for most golfers? Or is it like you've been saying more on a case by case basis? For sure. Case by case. And I, I, you know, actually, gosh, Bryson has gotten so much crap for every, you know, and, and everybody does. Um, it doesn't matter what they do, but you know what I love about what he's done is he has created his own competitive edge. You know, he, he found something that worked for him. And I agree with you. I think I look at him and I think he's just a bunch of luck. Like there's no way that guy can move, but holy crap, he went out and won. And I mean, you can't argue with where he's at with it. And I think this is where number one is personal. Everybody is different. And he, in his mind, what he needed was that edge. And for him, he wanted to hit it further. And the only way he felt like he could hit it further was I got to put on mass, you know, just the simple physics of it. If I want to hit the ball farther, I need more output. Right. So that part of it is pretty incredible that he, he took his body to where it was. I listened to a, um, a podcast interview actually with uh, Tony Finau and he was talking about how Bryson kind of opened his eyes to, oh, I can hit it that far and it can go straight. Like I can be competitive with that distance. And so he's actually now changing things and, and kind of working in, how do I get my club head speed to be this? And how do I kind of do some of the principles that Bryson has done in my own way? And so I, I love that idea that he's brought to the game, kind of finding your own competitive edge. And this is where I love the mental side because for him mentally, that's what he needed. And now he's opened everybody else's eyes to, what's my competitive edge and how do I make that work for myself in my own game? So 
yes, yes, individual, but I do also love that he's brought awareness to it. You know, it's now it's people are starting to realize, holy cow, if you go to the gym and you eat what you put in your body makes a difference and you can hit it really far, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Are you yeah. kind of a believer in the, the bulk then cut method or is it more just like kind of transitional all together at once? You know, again, case by case, right? It, it kind of depends on the person. Um, traditionally in like my, my fitness principles, when they kick in kind of thinking about it, I love, I love bulk, right. Kind of build those muscle groups. And I love it going a few weeks at a time and then cut working in, especially with the golf. I like working in functionality. So not just lift, 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 but okay. I lifted and I got that strength in there. In there. How do I now use it functionally? And how do I challenge myself in those planes of motion to apply this strength to something? And then go to some more bulking and all that kind of stuff and just kind of keep repeating that same process. So I, I like that because I think it trains your body to do it correctly rather than just like where I feel like Bryson is, where it's just, he's just huge. I could be wrong, <laughs> but to me, I just feel like, man, I, I want to get in there and, and use that strength and, and get some functionality with it. Um, so I, I kind of like that system of, of up and then bring it back and up and bring it back for me. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And you had mentioned that, you know, he got his mental edge from the fitness. And I know that like, so growing up, you know, I was a little on the chubby side and I, once I got to college, I really took fitness very serious. And from there, I got a, like a lot more confidence, not only in myself, but especially in golf, just from working out a lot and knowing that I had that strength inside of me. And I know you have a background also in, in the mental instruction, you know, what would you say are some things that pros besides like the fitness part? Um, things that pros do on the mental side of golf that others, you know, may not see as readily. Oh, that's a huge one. I, yes, I love this side. And I, I think for me, it was, it was so cool to be in, in the fitness side first in golf and then realizing how mental this game is and how exactly what you said, that the gym and what you're doing in that strength gives you that confidence and kind of that mental, look at all that I worked hard on to get here to this point. So that part of it is huge. But as far as what the pros are doing, I, you know, I work with a, a coach, a high school team locally here. And I think the, <laughs> the biggest thing that the pros do versus like these amateur players is they don't ignore it. I think a lot of my high school age players that, you know, I'm trying so hard to get them to read the books and do the things and, and think about it. They're like, nah, that's not a thing, you know, and then they're out there breaking clubs. <laughs> So I think, I think they just don't ignore it. They, they, these pros, they put it into their routine. They, they find things that are measurable, you know, that, okay, how do I, how do I actually measure my mental strength, my grit in golf? And they, they focus on it and they have these routines and these systems and, and it's just like a workout for them. You know, they do their actual workout and then they do their mental workout. And I try so hard to get my boys to see that and to kind of, Hey, look at what they're doing, create a system for it, but they just want to ignore it. So I think the biggest thing is recognize that it's a thing, you know, and it's something that you, again, I'm all about individualized approach. So it's something that is for you that you have to work on and you have to know your game and know your mental limitations to figure it out, but don't ignore it, <laughs> just recognize it and, and be okay with it being part of your game. For sure. Yeah. Like I know I used to have one buddy, uh, college teammate, actually, I caddied for him in one tournament and he, he's got a lot of anger built up sometimes in, inside when he, when he plays and, you know, he'll make like a double and he gets super mad and I'm like, yo, just calm down. And then he'll like use that anger. He'll make three straight birdies. He's like, no, that's, that's how I use it. Like, 
I just get so angry. And I feel like that kind of also relates back to like the other sports things like in other sports, when you really have that competitive fire, it's like, you know, somebody, you know, makes you mad or something, you're going to use that and you're going to go hard. And it's like so weird to take that in other sports and then transition it to golf, like relating the two golf is just like so different. So again, like, you know, at least me, I feel like I'm more just like level head, just something happens. It's in the past, just move on. And so it's funny how like people use it in different ways for sure. Oh yeah. I remember I, you know, when I decided that, man, this mental side is, is a, it's a thing I, I need to, to apply this for my, my students here. And so I started reading books and going to classes and, and trying to get the certifications, all the things that I, that to learn all of it. And it's funny that the wide spectrum that you get, I remember sitting in a, it was like a seminar or something. And this lady talked about how when you hit a bad shot, it's a black cloud. Okay. And that black cloud just hangs over you. And it was like the hokiest thing. I'm thinking, what? Like, there's no way that somebody is going to buy into this. And then sure enough, like I heard it multiple times. Like if you picture it as a cloud and you push the cloud away and some people like that. And for me, I was like, there's no way that would work for me. Like I need to just kind of like scream it out and then go, you know, or whatever. But like, yeah, everybody's a little different. You know, some people harness the anger. Some people like to picture pretty little clouds and whatever works for them. So it's individual. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful game. Just so individual. And it right, goes right back to like the individual sport. You know, it's like, it's, that's just the most encompassing part. And, you know, like you said, with the pros, um, you, them training their, their mental game, their brain, it's like the brain is the strongest muscle in our body pretty much. And people don't think of it as a muscle, but, you know, just like you're going to, tear your muscles by working out and then they'll rebuild themselves um, stronger. It's you got to do the same thing with the brain. You got to create, you know, work that brain, create those better neural paths and, and keep it going. And yeah, got to keep it working. So. Yeah, absolutely. I worked with a student and um, she was, you know, working out really hard and doing all these amazing things in the gym and she would go out and get frustrated over something and it would just blow up her entire score. And she was an excellent player. And it wasn't until she realized I am getting in my own way. Like that was, that was the switch for her of, okay, this is me. This is something up here that is actually getting, cause I am doing all the right things physically. I'm eating right. I'm going to the gym, you know, three, four times a week. I'm working with a swing instructor. I mean, she had all the things, but yet she then all of a sudden had this realization, I am getting in my own way. I am forcing myself into these bad patterns. Like you're saying that I just, I can't get out of and I have to I have to address this or I'm never going to get better. It wasn't until that moment of her kind of having that on her own realization of it that she got better with it. That was that was what it took. <laughs> Rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, no, that that adversity is super important. And I, we all get there at some point, you know, some some people get there later than others or earlier than others. And they, you know, they always think the grass is always greener. They're like, oh, that person has it so great. But it's like you're going to you're going to handle adversity at some point better to handle it earlier learn the lessons than learn from them use them and get better so yes amen <laughs> love the adversity yeah. yeah well you know obviously you are the pro in all this so if anybody needs any help with the physical or mental side of golf gentry barton south orange south county fitness academy at uh, aurora Tribuco, and also her husband um brian brian chappelle yep. with the swing stuff the ultimate team gotta go see him if you're trying to play that college golf or be the next number one in the world they got you so with that 
thanks so much gentry for coming on really appreciate all the help and advice you've given and um hopefully you keep impacting those young kids and we'll see them on tour someday awesome thank you so much yeah thanks gentry thank you very much for listening to today's episode if you enjoy my podcast please don't forget to like subscribe check out all of our social media pages at four dot the record or visit our website for the record.golf. I would love to hear your feedback about who you want to hear from next and what topics you are most interested in learning about. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you next time.